How we doing, everybody? The NRL Supercoach Therapy Podcast, the round 22 preview. Let's get into it. The footy's hot. The Supercoach is hot. We're into week two of head-to-head finals. Uh, some teams uh, have, a, um, uh, have a week off. Uh, if you qualified high and got the win last week, you can put your feet up and just concentrate on your overall score. Uh, others are playing in, uh, in knockout semifinals this weekend. Best of luck to everybody, except for Bryce, uh, who I have this weekend. And uh, I'm looking forward to the victory there. Uh, enough about that. Let's talk about the footy. It all starts tonight. It is the Panthers and the Storm grudge match. There's been plenty going on over the last um, week to 10 days with these two teams. Uh, a bit of chat between Brandy Alexander, Cameron Smith, and then uh, Melbourne chairman and part owner, Matt Tripp. Uh, he didn't miss at all when he um, when he gave his two cents worth, really firing it at Brandy and at Penrith at being, uh, I think, words like arrogant, uh, stupid. Uh, yeah, some real strong stuff. Uh, to, I'm a little on Brandy's side here. I, don't, I mean, there's, you know, there's been talk about the wrestle and that, that comes up this time every year to put the pressure on the referees to really scrutinize and have a stronger look at how Melbourne defend in the ruck there. There's probably an element of truth to that. Uh, the fact that Melbourne, uh, I mean, fair enough to them to defend themselves and, you know, say they weren't the ones that started all this wrestling and things, and, and quite possibly not in terms of wrestling, but it looks like, you know, they really elevated the wrestling in terms of just um, more basic wrestling to put the tackle player, ball, the ball player on his back to make it, make it a much slower play of the ball. And they've re- they've brought into uh, more the Brazilian jiu-jitsu side of things, which is um, tough to say. Uh, <laughs> and I also know nothing about it. Um, I think I had Bra- Brazilian jiu-jitsu to eat once, and um, and uh, yeah, it didn't go so well for me. But uh, in terms of some of those technical elements and a lot of the things that you see with um, uh, some of the stuff that can really injure players, the league seems to think uh, and tends to think that that stuff originated in Melbourne. It probably did. If it, if it looks like a duck, it walks like a duck, it's probably a duck. And the Melbourne Ducks, or Melbourne Storm, sorry, um, probably did come up with a lot of this stuff. They're very, very good at it. And it's a big reason why they've been such a powerhouse for the last 15 to almost 20 years. I mean, you know, they were in a grand final in 06, you know. So that wasn't that was 16, 16 seasons ago. Uh, and and they've been they've been up there ever since really. And Bellamy went in there in 03, I think. So it's almost twenty years of Bellamy and Melbourne being very very strong. Uh, whether that whether that plays into what's going on at the moment with the Panthers and the Storm, and he said that and she said that and all the rest of it. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I think the Panthers do um, definitely have a swagger about them. I wouldn't say they're arrogant. I mean, there's probably a, possibly a little bit of arrogance, but I think it's quite healthy arrogance and it's confidence. And you need that. You need that when you're playing sport at any level, I feel, uh, but especially at the professional level. And I didn't have much of a problem with what Penrith do. The one thing that did annoy me, and they replayed it on 360 last night, was that try last season where Crichton, was, where Crichton scored against the Raiders there, and Joe Taps was just minding his own business on the sideline. <laughs> he had the substitution card ready to come back on the, um, uh, when play started again. He's just minding his own business while the Panthers were all jumping all over each other and stuff. And then Crichton just gives him a wee nudge. Like, hey, mate, how'd you like that one? And he's like, what? 
And then all of a sudden it was all on, you know, they kind of dragged Tarpany into it and, you know, he's just defending himself. That was piss poor. That really was poor. And Crichton and some of the other Panthers deserved to wear one on the chin for that. Uh, Cause that, that, that shit's not on that. That wasn't cool. Uh, when they're just celebrating amongst themselves and with the fans all for it, nothing against that at all. That's totally awesome. It's great that they're interacting with the fans the way they do and they are celebrating amongst each other and they're super pumped and psyched and all the rest of it. That's cool. You don't bring the other team into it. Uh, Kenny Edwards, amongst other things, Kenny Edwards was a shocker for that 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 um, that weak gutted dog from the from the Eels a few years back. Where you know he used to do the cramps all the time and shit. And he used to bring players into the try opposition players into try celebrations. That shit wasn't on, and that guy's a complete knob end. And there's a little element of that with Penrith, but for the most part, they're they're fine. Uh, and they're one of my favorite teams. Definitely one of my favorite teams to watch. Supercoach-wise, players everywhere. Uh, and this happens tonight, again, with the Storm. Plenty of players. A few guys out. Taylor May is missing. So is Jerome Hughes. Let's run through the teams uh, for Penrith. Uh, Edwards, who was sublime last week, he is back. To'o, Tungo, Crichton. Taruva gets a start uh, on the wing in place of Taylor May. Really happy about that. This guy could be anything. Uh, Salmon and O'Sullivan in the halves. Leota, Coruscant, Eisenhuth, they're going to miss Fisher-Harris big time. Eisenhuth is no Fisher-Harris. Uh, Martin, Kikau does come into the starting side. He was named at 22. Uh, he's recovered from hip injury. He is playing. That is huge for them. Uh, and Yo at lock. Mitch Kenny, Sorensen, Lenu, and Robert Jennings comes onto their bench for the Storm. Uh, Manny returns, and he is playing at fullback at this stage. Nofaluma gets game number two for the Storm. Seve Olam is back from um, uh, from COVID. Uh, Xavier Coates is back uh, game two into his recovery. Uh, Munster is at 5'8". Cooper Johns at halfback after a really good game last week, I thought, from Cooper. Uh, the forward pack, Bromwich Grant, Asafa Solomona, Tom Eisenhuth comes in. Unfortunately, uh, Felice Kafusi's father did pass away. Uh, so Felice Kafusi is not playing this um, this week, which is um, which is sad news. Uh, Kenny Bromwich and Josh King. The bench is uh, Cheezels, Kamakamitha, Chris Lewis, Lewis, and Tyron Wishart. So, yeah, boy, tough game to pick here. I- I'm going Panthers. I think the Panthers will win twenty points to fourteen. I think they've just their, their defense was so good last week. You saw that against the Raiders, how strong they were. I think that can continue this week uh, up against the Storm, who were. They were okay against the Titans. They weren't great. Munster was superb. And apart from that, there wasn't a lot doing. Um, Munster now back to 5'8". Jeez, he looked good at fullback, didn't he? Um, and I think a lot of us were kind of hoping. Uh, Munster owners especially were kind of hoping he'd play fullback. He might even move around. Who knows what's going to happen. You'd think, though, without Hughes, he will be dominating a lot of the ball uh, in the front line there for the Storm. Uh, I just think the Panthers, their defensive uh, structure is superb. It's easily the best in the comp. Uh, they'll have enough to handle whatever the Storm throw at them, I think. Uh, and they'll have enough to win tonight. 20 points to 14. Uh, I'm going to go kick out uh, to top score. I just got a feeling, I think maybe last week could have been a mixture of just uh, of the hip and possibly just having a rest, just having a breather for a week. Uh, maybe it doesn't go so good in the um, in the super cold conditions in Canberra. Have a week off. Uh, we'll name you in the 22, but you're definitely going to be playing. Uh, and that's what's happened. I think you'll come out and have a blinder tonight. Uh, and I can't go past Cam Munster, the top score for the Storm. Uh, guy was superb, 147, I think he got last week. Three tries. He was just at everything. They're going to need him to have 
be the best player on the field if they're to win tonight. Uh, so let's go with Cam Munster to top score in Supercoach. Uh, no, Jerome Hughes is huge for them. It really is. Hopefully, it's just a week. Might be a couple of weeks with the shoulder. Uh, doesn't look like serious damage, but there is enough damage there that he's going to be out um, tonight and possibly next week as well. The tail and main news uh, will affect a lot of super coaches. He's not necessarily in your best 17, um, but you might have been tempted to play him tonight, even though it's against the Storm. Uh, and it's always good to, if you've got guys, a bird in the hand kind of thing, if you've got guys available early, um, just play him. You know, sometimes you think, oh, I'm not sure who to go with. Just play the bloke who's playing the earlier game. Uh, his form hasn't been great super coach wise, so it's one of those things. But if you uh, if you don't have a lot of depth there at centre wing, it could be a bit of an issue depending on the rest of your side. Um, but yeah, a couple of holes uh, for both sides, but I just think the, the Panthers will have too much. The early Friday game, the woeful Warriors hosting the oh, I wouldn't say the buoyant Bulldogs. They did lose last week, uh, but they're definitely on the up. Um, for this one, Dejan Arce comes back. They've actually got a, um, a half playing in the halves rather than Wade Egan. That was crazy, um, playing Wade Egan at 5'8". I didn't get that. He was playing so well at hooker. I just didn't get that one at all. Uh, Viliami Bailea comes back. I know a lot of people, or not a lot, a few teams have held Bailea all this time. There was no point in selling him. There was no value. And then, boom, he's back in your side. You got yourself a number. Uh, very handy if you had Taylor May as well. And you might play Bailea. I don't know if you, you probably want to have more depth then they have to play Violea this week. But he's an option there anyway. Um, gee, this Warriors team. Let's have a look at it. Uh, Reese Walsh, Watini Zalesniak, Violea, Montoya, uh, Ed Cossie, RC Sean Johnson, the four Packers, Fanua Blake, Egan Harris, Aitken Murchie, Josh Curran is back starting, thankfully. Uh, that guy's too good to be sitting on the bench. Uh, the bench is Lustig R4. Kator, who has signed with uh, Melbourne Storm. How good for him. How good for the Storm. I think the Storm will turn them into a very, very good second rower. Uh, and Jackson Frey. Let's have a look at the Dogs. Uh, no Pangai Jr., who is in Australia, uh, staying in Australia uh, for family reasons. So, yeah, so we'll, who knows what that's about. Hopefully everything's cool there. Uh, let's look at the Doggies. Avarillo, Kiraz, Shop, Burns, Adokar, Burton and Flanagan. So a settled back line. Max King, Marshall King, Vaughan Jackson, uh, Torpenny, and Vitala Mariner is at lock. I thought Vitala Mariner was more of an edge player um, than uh, than a lock. So that might change around. Josh Jackson could play lock. And I think Vitala Mariner is more dangerous on an edge than what Josh Jackson is. Uh, Docker Clay, Stimson, Edwards, and Patolo are the bench for the Dogs. Looking forward to seeing the connection between Burton and Ado Carr continue. You wouldn't think the Warriors would be able to stop that. The Warriors have to improve on last week. They were atrocious last week. Um, or is their season already done? Um, you, they owe it to themselves. They owe it to the club. They owe it to their fans uh, to put up a performance tomorrow night. They can't do what they did against the Rabbitohs. I know the Dogs aren't the opposition that the Rabbitohs are, but they can't pull that shit. Otherwise, oh my God, they're in a, they're in a world... You know, they're in a world of hurt. Um, I expect a better performance from the Warriors. I don't think they'll win. I'm going to take the Dogs 26-18. Um, I'm taking Cossie to top score. The guy has found some form, uh, and the Warriors like going that way to the to the left. So I reckon he might bag a double, and he'll top score in Supercoach for the Warriors. And I'm going to go with Burton. Just that all-round kicking game and the running threat as well from him. We saw him score that try where it just looked like 
he was playing in the centres for Penrith again. Uh, let's take him. He'll set tries up. He'll score tries. Uh, he is a great player, Matt Burton. And we're going to take him to top score and the Dogs to win 26-18. The second game on Friday, and this one's a doozy. It's the Eels and the Rabbitohs from Combank. Uh, two, another another um, set of top eight sides playing each other. Um, I think this is sixth and seventh playing, I think, or fifth and sixth. Might be, yeah, sorry, the Rabbitohs might be above the Broncos. Yeah, it might be fifth versus sixth. Uh, so really, really good game. Uh, two teams that have been playing very good footy of late. Um, the Rabbitohs do have the wood over the eels over the last few years, even though this is at Combank. Let's have a look. I wonder if Madison has been named. Uh, did cop a head knock. We know he's got a long history there. So that's one to keep a lookout for um, before kickoff. Um, and I think the Rabbitohs are um, at full strength. Let's look at the two sides. The Eels, Gutherson, Sivo, Penasini, Opechek, Blake, Brown and Arthur. Um, Brown was superb last week. And Arthur had a good solid game at halfback for Parramatta. Uh, the forward pack, Gillard, Campbell Gillard, Marnie, Polo, Lane, Papali, and Madison. That is such a good-looking forward pack. Um, Ogden, Cartwright, Kafusi, and Nuakore on the bench. So a strong bench for Parramatta. Uh, same, same for them. Uh, they've been pretty steady throughout the year. Haven't had too many serious injuries, really. I mean, you obviously got Mitch Moses not playing, but like, that forward pack's been steady as she goes all year. Uh, and they're, it's star-studded. Uh, let's look at Souths. Uh, Latrell Mitchell, Johnson, Paolo, Tass, Thompson gets another game uh, on the wing. Walker and Ilias in the halves. Totola, Cook, Hami Sally uh, comes into the starting side. Colomatungi, Arrow, and Murray. Murray was unbelievable last week. What a what a star he is. The bench is Taff, Nichols, Havili, and Mawali. So we got three middles and Taff there on that bench. Um, geez, I don't know where to go here. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Rabbitohs, just purely based on form. I know the Warriors were poor last week, but the Rabbitohs put them to the sword. Pro- they could have scored 60 or possibly 70 if they really wanted to go all, go all out. They kind of put the cue in the rack halfway through the second half. Latrell got a spell, and they that was the end of it. But um, they could have put on a lot more points. I mean, Manly were good last week. Sorry, uh, the Eels were good last week against Manly. Um, and there's the Combank Combank Stadium thing, but I mean, the Broncos touched up the Eels about three weeks ago at Combank Stadium. I just think the Rabbitohs are playing, are really gelling at the moment. Latrell's on fire and I just, and they have got the wood over the Eels. They beat them quite soundly maybe five or six weeks ago. I think they'll beat them again. I'm going to go 28-22 Rabbitohs to beat the Eels. I can't go past Latrell to top score and for the Rabbitohs and I'm going to go uh, Papali'i to top score for the Eels, um, Papali'i in the news with the, uh, I mean, he hasn't committed. I mean, he's he's committed by signature with a contract with the Tigers, but verbally he's um, not saying much at all in terms of, yeah, I'm going to the Tigers next year. It's uh, He clearly doesn't want to go there. He's clearly changed his mind. Um, and this will be really, really interesting to see what happens there. I mean, the Tigers, well, what do they do? I mean, they've got him. They've signed him. He is and he is contractually obliged to go there. It doesn't sound like there's any clauses for him to get out, regardless of who's coaching the side at West. And what does he do? Does he turn up there, kick stone, say, I don't want to play? Uh, if he doesn't want to play and there's a standoff there, uh, the Tigers don't have to pay him 
But while they're not paying him, it means they he's, his money, his salary is still against the Tigers' uh, salary cap, and they don't they've got to find somebody else to play eleven or twelve uh, for them next year. Uh, the, there's word that they've reached out to John Bateman, uh, who went back to England after the Raiders. He had a couple of years at the Raiders, and he went back to England for fam- missed his daughter and all that. Fair enough. What now he's going to come back? I don't know about that. I think that's that's reaching. Uh, he is still contracted with Wigan until the end of 2024, and from what I read, the payout is somewhere in a bit in the ballpark of about 350 grand just for a transfer fee that the Tigers would have to pay, uh, and then which doesn't go on the cap, and then they would have to pay him uh, his salary, which of course would go on the cap. So, you know, oh man, they've got serious issues. I think Papa Lee is screwed. Uh, doesn't he, he doesn't want to go to the Tigers? I think he's going to have to. Um, then it came in. The, the compassionate grounds thing. His partner is in New Zealand. Maybe the Warriors lobby for him again. Uh, I don't think he should go back to the Warriors unless he does want to come back to New Zealand and be with family, uh, be with his partner. Then that's all cool. I'm all for that. And that should definitely be allowed to happen. I mean, shit, the Warriors released plenty of blokes on compassionate grounds to go back to Australia. It is only fair and reasonable that it comes back the other way. And if a Kiwi wants to come back home, I don't think he wants to do that, though. I just think he wants to stay at Parramatta. Uh, problem is, the dude has signed a contract. So, mate, you've signed it. Uh, you're going to have to live with it. Um, that's how I feel about it. Uh, as much as I'd like to see him stay at the Eels, uh, I don't think his game's going to improve with the Tigers. Uh, if anything, it might go back to how, you know, he might, he'll probably go into decline, uh, which is a shame because his, his game has just gone through the roof since he moved to Parramatta. I'd like him to stay there, but... Dude signed a contract. Uh, he said he signed, you know, assuming he'd have Madge as the coach. But when he signed, Madge was already under the pump and there was news swirling all around the place about him not being coach anymore. He still signed the contract. So, uh, yeah, it's a tough one there. I mean, the Tigers, I don't, if the Tigers want to make a move, they need to do it very soon and say, okay, fine. Don't worry. Rip the contract up. Stay at Parramatta or do whatever you want, and we'll go out and find somebody else. If this if this drags on and on, and Papa Lee said I'm going to worry about it at the end of the season, I'm concentrating on Parramatta. Come the end of the season, and he says, "No, I'm definitely not going to the Tigers. I'm backflipping. I'm not going." Tigers are left high and dry, and they've got no time to, or they've got a lot less time to try and find somebody else to play second row. Their Garner has gone to Penrith. Uh, Leilua has already gone to the Cowboys. Uh, Tua Lungi is going to Manly, so they are very short in the second row. Uh, there's Sean Bloor, if you remember, Supercoach Darling, Cheapy. Uh, he should be back, but they are going to be very skinny in that position. So um, both parties got to get their shit together here and come up with a resolution very, very quickly. Uh, really interesting to see how that one plays out. We'll be back in a minute. Okay, Super Saturday, it kicks off with the Roosters hosting the Cowboys at the SCG. Uh, it is Tedesco's 200th game. Um, unabashed Tedesco, uh, Uber fan here. He's he's probably my favorite player. Uh, loved him ever since his early days at the Tigers. I still remember when he'd done his knee. I think he, I remember he did his knee against St. George. It was like a day game. Uh, it was a day game, and there's this young fella, and he just had this strange running style, but he looks super quick, super agile. He might have even done it. He might It might have been his first run-up or first hit-up or something. He did it really early, uh, and I'm like, oh, it's a shame because that bloke looked like he had a little something there. And He had a few injuries early on, uh, but you could see the talent that he had. And he was a one-man band there for the Tigers once he did get fit. 
uh, and he was just, he would, you know, he just demanded the ball and he got the ball and, and watching him play, uh, he would just ping off players, ping, 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 tackle bus, tackle bus, tackle bus, like, uh, you know, like you wouldn't believe, like a pinball wizard, you know, ping, 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 and just the speed, uh, he had almost everything. Then he went to the Roosters, and after a, a bit of a, a feeling out period at the start, um, and with Cronk there as well, and he found his way, and the Roosters just put the polish on his game, and now he is consistently the best player in the competition. Um, I think, uh, I think in terms of overall uh, overall skill and talent, Trebojevic probably has more. Tommy does, but dude's injured too much. Possibly Cleary. It's a slightly di- it's a different position. Obviously playing halfback, uh, but Tedesco is just consistently playing very very good football every game. I mean, he will get he will give you an eight or a nine out of ten every week. Um, there's you know there's there's not too often he'll give you less than that. Uh, he is just he is just a superb player. Um, his leadership has really improved given the, given the captaincy at the Roosters. Uh, and he's just he's just in everything. He's following the ball everywhere. I love watching him play. I watch him closely at the Roosters, and he's just and he can see a couple of moves ahead, a couple of plays ahead. You just watch him sniping around the middle there, Billy Slater esque. And when he's got the ball in hand, um, he is he's strong. He is fast. He's everything. Love me some James Tedesco. Congratulations on 200 games. And I think he's going to have, well, and I hope he's going to have a blinder uh, this week. They are hosting the second place Cowboys who just continue to fly. Uh, no one's really prepared to say that they can win the comp or give Penrith a good shake. And, you know, it's it's slightly, it's a bit of disrespect there. I mean, they've been, they've been near the top of the table for most of the season. Uh, and people were just, I think, and myself included, I'm in that bracket of, oh, you know, the Cowboys, they've surprised a lot of people. They're having a great year. You know, they just keep winning, though. Um, certainly going to be playing finals footy. They'll be a top four team. I, and, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they've got what it takes to beat Penrith. Uh, but still, uh, kudos, fantastic um, season so far. That Matty Johns interview with Todd Payton was really good. And he looks like a, Payton looks like a real good Real good sort, real straight shooter. Uh, the cows have bought into what he wants to do with this club, uh, and they're just flying. Um, they are at the SCG this week. Uh, you know, there's been talk the cows are no good um, when they come to Sydney. They beat the Dragons. They pumped the Dragons a few weeks ago. Uh, I think it was a Cogra. So Cogra's in Sydney. Um, I don't know. I think this will be a close game. I think the Roosters will win. I'm going to take the Roosters 26-24. I'm going to give the Cowboys their due credit. Uh, I think this will be very, very close. I think the Roosters might just pip the win, do it for Teddy in his 200th. Uh, surprise, surprise, I am picking James Tedesco to top score for Supercoach. Just a weapon. Uh, just an absolute weapon. Um, and the Cows, I don't know. I think drink water. Drink water is dangerous. Um, if we have a look at the lineups here, look at the Roosters. Tedesco, Tupo, Momorowski, Manus, Soali, Kiri, and Walker. Warrior Hargraves, Verils, uh, who has signed with uh, the Titans. Good move. Good move for both parties, I think. Obviously, with Cheezels coming to the Roosters next year, uh, Verils is too good to be playing reserve grade or sitting on the bench. He's, he's, a, he's a starting hooker somewhere. Uh, I'm glad he's gone to the Titans. He's found a home there. That's good. It's a good move. Uh, Matt Lodge, Crichton, uh, Nat Butcher, and Victor Radley. The bench is Watson, Egan Butcher, Drew Hutchison, and Terrell May. 
if we have a look at uh, the cows, Drinkwater, Tabuai Fido, Holmes, Hiku, Talangi, Deirdre, and Townsend, Hiss, Robson, Cotter, who's been superb on return from a hamstring injury. He starts now. Gilbert, Nanai, and Tamalolo at lock. Uh, the bench is interesting. It's four middles there. McLean, Tanua Brown, uh, Ole Lua has been playing a bit in the middle. He's, he's an edge player, isn't he? And Griffin Neen. Uh, a lot of talk about Tamalolo, very popular, very well-owned. Uh, is his minutes going to be affected with Cotter starting? Possibly, because, um, I mean, I'm with McLean back, he's going to demand minutes. Tanua Brown uh, might get a, a smaller role, I think, uh, with Griffin Neen there. Depends on the game. You know, I mean, it might be one of those games where like, if the Roosters are blowing them out, Tamalolo might might only play 40 minutes um, or vice versa if it's the other way around. Um, maybe the same. I mean, Cotter's, I think Cotter needs plenty more minutes uh, in those legs to keep building up that fitness. Um, but, I mean, he was excellent off the bench last week and demanded a starting spot. So, yeah, Tamalolo's output in Supercoach hasn't been great of late. I still think he's a play. Um, depending on who else you got, especially with Joe Tarpany not playing, um, having Tamalolo in the front row, I think he, I think he's a definite play. Um, but yeah, I've gone Roosters twenty six, Cowboys twenty four. Close, um, close, exciting game at the SCG. Second game on Super Saturday, Tigers Sharks. This one is from Tamworth. Uh, the Tigers, boy, they were ordinary last week. They had so much to play for after really good performances uh, against North Queensland and the Broncos, uh, and then they just didn't show up at all uh, against the terrible Knights team, and the Knights got the win. Um, just, just Tigers being Tigers, you know. Um, yeah, very, very disappointing for them. Uh, and the Sharks, they did enough. They weren't great against the Dragons. Dragons were pretty gutsy, and they come away at the win. I think they won by six points. Uh, they did enough to win without being great. Uh, Hines was very, very good. Let's look at these two teams. For the Tigers, it is Laurie Naden, who has resigned for three years, and they brought that up on 360. Three years for Naden? Uh, that's a lot of time for him to get into trouble, uh, and they're going to wish that they possibly didn't sign him for that long. I think that's that's a strange one. Even if he's on, even if he's on peanuts, it's that's still a strange one. Uh, Roberts, uh, Kapoa, Toa, Adam Dewey, Jock Madden are the halves. Tamo Brown, Musgrove, Safarth, Tuolangi, and Offengawe is back at lock. The bench is Paule Diaz, Freeman, who had a good. Um, who had a good debut last week, and Tyron Peachy for the Sharkies. It is Kay Dykes playing game two. He looked good last week uh, with limited uh, opportunity there. Uh, Lachlan Miller on the other wing. Jesse Ramian, Talakai, Mulatalo, Trindle, and Hines. The forwards are Rudolph, Braley, Hamlin, Uwelli, Nakora, Graham, Fanukin returns um, after the uh, head clash suspension, uh, which puts McInnes to the bench with Wilton, Tolman, and Fafita. You would think the Sharks are just far too strong here for this Tigers team after what they did last week. Um, I don't know if the Sharks will really blow them out. Uh, I can see the Tigers easily putting in a pretty solid performance here. Not enough to win the game, but keep it relatively close. And the Sharks are just, they need to click into gear, really click into gear. Because I, I think they can certainly finish second place and nab a home semifinal in week one. Um, possibly against the Cowboys. And as I mentioned in the past, I think it's better to play the Cowboys at Shark Park or somewhere in Sydney than it would be to go up to Townsville. I'm going to go the Sharks 28, the Tigers 18. Um, I'm going to go with the, some obvious ones here for Supercoach. Hines and Dewey to do their thing uh, and be top scorers 
uh, for their respective teams. The last game on Saturday, it is the Broncos and the Knights uh, up at Suncorp. The Knights coming off um, a win. Uh, one team had to win on uh, last Sunday, and it was the Knights. Uh, not convincingly, but um, they still had more than more points than the Tigers when the final whistle uh, mercifully blew. So Knights coming off the win. Broncos coming off a couple of losses. They weren't that bad against the Roosters. They got blown off the park in the first 20 minutes. And then they play themselves back into the game, but they need to do a lot better. Uh, they need to be stronger up the middle, and that's why I think Payne Haas is going to have a massive game this week. I think he's going to score a try. I think he's going to top score for the Broncos and Super Coach. I'm taking the Broncos 30 points to 20. Now, just look at these two lineups here. Tamari Martin returns, which I'm really happy about. Uh, I think Tessie New's got too many errors in his game. Uh, I really like Tamari Martin at the back there for the Broncos, and he's a great signing for the Warriors, I think. Corey Oates just keeps scoring tries. Katoni Staggs, Brenko Lee, Selwyn Cobbo. Ezra Mam and Reynolds. The forward pack is Flegler, Walters, Haas, Capewell, Ricky, and Hetherington. Turpin, Candy, Jensen, and Palacia is the bench. We look at this Knights side. Hoy, Tuala, Gagai, Best, Young, Milford, Clune. I think Edric Lee is going to come back into this side, and if he does, I'm picking him to top score for Supercoach. The forwards, Clemmer returns after um, the verbal spray from a couple of weeks ago. Jaden Braley, Daniel Sofidi, Frizzell, Brody Jones, and Matt Croker is at 13. There is no um, Barnett. Crossland, Sofidi, Solo, and Sasangi on the bench. Um, I just think that I just think the Broncos have got too much here. Um, too much firepower. I think they'll smash them through the middle. I think they're gonna really want to make a statement. Uh, and even though the even though on paper Newcastle have a good forward pack, they, they just haven't been playing good. At all, and I think the Broncos will really want to uh, beat them up through the middle there. And I think Haas will score a try and top score. Um, just got a feeling about this one. I think Corey Oates will score a try as well. He just tends to do that every single game for the Broncos. They'll have too much uh, for Newcastle here. The Sunday games, and it is the Raiders hosting the Dragons in Canberra. No Tarpany uh, for the Raiders is really going to hurt. Uh, Totrick has taken a one week. Uh, early guilty play as well and Ricky Stewart uh, is also not in the lineup um, after uh, calling Jamin Salmon a weak gutted dog at his presser uh, after the match last weekend uh, $25,000 fine and a week off for Ricky Stewart uh, gee the Tarpany one is big he's been the best forward in the game this year uh, and it'll be really interesting to see how they go without him there let's look at the lineup it is Savage, Hopawate, Tomoko, Chris Rapana, Whiten, and Fogarty on the uh, halves. Papa Lee, Wolford, Emre Gula comes into the starting lineup. Hudson Young, who's been playing well. Whitehead, who hasn't, and Adam Elliott, uh, who has been playing well. So Whitehead sandwiched, uh, playing badly. Well, not badly, just uh, he's he's really declined this year. I've really seen it. Uh, whereas Hudson Young and Elliott, the two blokes around him, have been very, very good. I think they're going to really miss Adam Elliott next year. Starling, Sutton, Horsburgh, and Harawira Naira on the bench. Uh, man, they're going to miss Tarpany big time. He's just He's been so strong. The ball running, they can't put him to, put him to the ground. The offload, he's, oh man, he's been so good. They are going to miss him. Hopefully it's not for too long. Uh, Supercoach-wise, massive dent for those that have him. Uh, there'll be those blokes that picked him up. 
you know, seven, eight weeks ago for, I think he might have been mid fours, possibly close to 500 grand. It was like, oh, I don't know about Tarpany. He's just been flying, scoring 70s, 80s. Um, he turned up when he scored a try a couple of weeks ago, I think. So the guy's been superb. Uh, if you bit the bullet and got on him last week, so, oh, bugger, I've just got to get the bloke. He comes off with the rev injury, scores about 30-odd, and now he's out for a week or two. That's that's harsh, um, but that's that's super coach. Uh, let's have a look at um, the Dragons here. We've got issues of their own off the field. Uh, looks like McCulloch has been uh, tapped on the shoulder. Maybe it's time to retire. Probably a fair call, I think. Um, I think you know, he's, he's a lot slower around the ball now. The pass isn't as crisp. He was a fantastic Bronco. Fantastic Bronco. Um, but the Dragons picked him up when he was, he was definitely on the decline. And I think I think uh, he's played over 300 games of NRL. It's been a fantastic career. Uh, I think it's actually a fair call to hang the boots up for McCulloch. Uh, but yeah, also off-field stuff between uh, with the assistants being let go, the assistant coaches, and there's been some drama there. And they were still supposed to play out the rest of the season or coach out the rest of the season. And one of the guys there hasn't done so. And there's been dramas and, you know, the, the dragons are a bit of a mess. Uh, let's have a look at that mess. Um, one through 17 in by thing. bird, Lomax, Monga, Amon and hunt the bell and McCulloch, Laurie, Maguire, Sewer and Molo. The bench is Sloan woods for my and burns. Not a lot to be inspired about with that team. I'm taking the Raiders. I think it'll be close. These two teams tend to play, uh, pretty close. I'm taking the Raiders 28-24. I think Jack Whiten really steps up. I think he really steps up this week. He will take control of this team. Uh, if he doesn't score a try, he'll set up two or three, I think, probably both. I'm taking him to top score. I'm going to take Ben Hunt because he's the best player in this side, in this weak Dragon side. Uh, Raiders still have a chance to make the top eight. They need to win this game. I think the Dragons know their season is over. The last game of the round. It is the Titans hosting the Seagulls up at Seabus. Uh, interesting game, this one. Um, Titans have had a bit of a breather uh, to um, long turnaround from last week's game against the Storm. Seagulls coming off uh, a loss, a game they really had to win against Parramatta, and they didn't, and they fell off a cliff in the second half, and Parramatta ran over the top. Uh, you would think you would think the Seagulls would be too good here, but... I'm not so convinced. I mean, I think they'll win, uh, but I think it'll be close. I mean, it's a funny one with the Seagulls. Uh, Foran has been named. He had ice on the hamstring, and you think a bloke like Foran, as soon as you see that, they, they'll take precautions. He's an older bloke. It would be a couple of weeks on the sideline. He's been named. Uh, let's see what happens there. Josh Schuster is 18th man, I believe. Let's have a look here. Yeah, he's 18th man. Um, so does he come in? Uh, there's also K.O. Weeks, who I believe is a half. He might come in. Let's have a look at the lineups here uh, for the Titans. Campbell, Fafita, Sammy, Kelly, Herbert is, returns, Brimson and Boyd in the halves, Fodawaker, Clark is back at uh, Hooker um, after the booth injury, nasty booth injury last week. Uh, Tino is playing prop with Fafita, Firma, and Isaac Liu is at lock. I don't know. Oh, what I don't get that anyway. Marzu, SASA, Jolliffe, and McIntyre on the bench for the Seagulls. Uh, Garrick, Saab, Harper, Kula, Tuapolotu, Foran, and Cherry Evans. Uh, Sipley, Croker, Tapao, Olakowatu, Davy, and Trebojevic is at lock. Walker, Ben Trebojevic, Bullimore, and LAA returns. Uh, yeah, Josh Schuster's there at 18th man. That'll be interesting to see what happens if. 
um, at four and plays or if Schuster comes in. I don't think Manley's going to run over the top of them. Uh, I think Manley is vulnerable. I think the Titans can score some points on them. Manley might just score a few more. I'm going to go Manley 26, Titans 22. Cherry Evans and Brimson, two top score um, in that game. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I yeah, I just I'm not convinced on Manly. They had to win last week and they didn't, so I I think their season is over. Um, and if they think that too, uh, that could spell you know they might have already put the cue in the rack. There's a lot going on there. There's still that pride jersey issue. I think that's simmering away, uh, and it's a tricky old one, a tricky old one for the club, who really need uh, who really need a strong performance because there is a slim slim chance they can make the finals. Um, but yeah, I think they'll get the points this week, but um, it could be all for a lost cause. We'll be back in a minute. All right, guys, best bets for round 22. Here we go, 100 bucks to spend. Let's start with uh, 40 bucks on a super sad day uh, three-team head-to-head parlay. Let's take the Roosters to beat the Cowboys, the Sharks to look after the Tigers, and the Broncos to finish off the Knights. Uh, those three paying two dollars twenty-nine, forty bucks on that returns ninety-one eighty-two. Uh, the Thursday game, let's put twenty bucks on a Panthers to win uh, into under forty and a half total points. Uh, Low-scoring, tight affair between two strong defensive sides, but the Panthers to eke out the win. Uh, that's paying two dollars eighty, so twenty dollars returns fifty-six. Uh, let's also put 20 bucks on Eels Rabbitohs first half over 21 and a half points into Roosters Cowboys first half over 21 and a half points. Lots of points to be scored early on in both these games. Uh, $20 on $3.6 uh, return 61.24. So let's have some of that. $10 anytime try scorer. Got a few in here. I like Taruva tonight. That guy's electric. I really like him. Named on the wing, I think he'll be fantastic and score a try. Can't go past Adokar tomorrow night against the Warriors. Uh, Johnston, you've got to have Johnston in there and all of these. Uh, Tedesco in his 200th and Corey Oates uh, for the Broncos uh, seems to score every week. Uh, all up, that's $11.83. $10 on that returns $1.1832. And 10 bucks on my eight tips for the week. Let's go Panthers, Dogs, Rabbitohs, Roosters. Sharks, Broncos, Raiders, and Seagulls. Uh, all up $19.32. $10 returns you $193.27. Best of luck if you are having a punt this weekend. Remember to do so responsibly. Okay, so with trades running so low, uh, it really is a, a sit-start kind of scenario for most teams this week. Um, what are you going to do there? I mean, Oh, matchups-wise, there's real tough ones with a lot of the gun teams playing each other, the likes of the Panthers, Storm, and Eels, Rabbitohs playing each other, Roosters, Cowboys playing each other. Um, so, yeah, sit and start really is a tough one. Look at your matchups. Look at what you've got. If you're playing head-to-head, uh, you know, look at the opposition bloke, see where the weaknesses is. If you get a bit of a lead, you can you can try and protect that if you want or just go hell for leather and pick your best side against theirs and see how you go. Vice captains and captains, it's a tough old one this week. Um, Munster tonight, possibly. Uh, you've got Burton. Uh, if, you, if you own Burton, he's not a bad option there. Obviously, Latrell, of course, is a great option. Uh, Teddy, Drinkwater, Manu. Uh, I think Hines is a good captaincy option. Uh, maybe 
maybe if you had a Cherry Evans or if you've got a Garrick, if you want to wait till Sunday, I don't know if you want to, if you want to wait till then for a captain. I think Hines is going to be a very popular one, a pretty safe one. Uh, he might be the way to go. Um, but yeah, man, very, very tight. Um, like I said, good luck to everybody who is playing their head-to-heads uh, finals this weekend and was it a semi-final, I guess, they, I guess the semi-finals, then prelims next week and uh, then the GF. But um, yeah, man, I don't know what I'm going to do there. I'm I'm tempted to just straight captain Tedesco. Um, that might be more with my heart than um, than logic. I actually think Hines is probably the better option there, kicking the goals. Um, and he's just he's just such a quality player. And you saw that last week. He knows how to score a try, and he's in everything. Uh, Garrick's not a bad option towards the end of the week as well. Uh, or you could go really left field and, and pick out someone that. Um, and throw a bit of a Hail Mary at it. Uh, just back your gut. That's the best thing you can do. It's the best advice I can give is just back your gut uh, and, and have fun with it. That's the most important thing. Hey, enjoy the footy this weekend, everybody. Uh, I hope your team uh, bags a win, uh, unless you're a Newcastle Knights fan uh, or a Cowboys fan. Uh, and, hey, I will be back on Monday to go over everything that we've watched over the weekend. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll catch you then. Yeah.